Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My name's Jake, and I found a bunch of pornographic magazines inside a dead man's house. Not just any old magazines, Australian softcore pornography from the early 90s. Now, me and my little mate Pete want to invite you to have a look at some pretty rude stuff with us. So hold on to your stiffies, everyone, and welcome to Smut Club 1990. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Smut Club 1990. I am joined in the shed out the back of mum and dad's house by uh, my mate from a few grades below. It's only bloody Peter James. How are you, mate? Hello, mate. I'm very good. This is a very special week for us. This is the first time we're recording in person. I yes. live in Brisbane now. I get to see your beautiful face on the daily. Absolutely. And I've seen you three days in a row. And already I want to put a Glock 42 into my mouth and mate, blow I, the back of my head off. I um, relish taking you off the do not disturb inception list. <laughs> I have already done that. I joked that when you moved here, I was going to take you off the list. And you, you, when you call, the phone doesn't ring. Just oh. like everyone else. Good. Well, it's nice to know that we are still very good friends. Uh, but this week, uh, Jakey, as per usual, we are not joined in the shed alone. Uh, well, we're not by ourselves in the shed, should I say. Uh, we have a very special guest joining us on the show in the shed this week. Another friend of mine from school. This time, not a student, but the groundskeeper and general <laughs> maintenance man at my school, taking a break from fixing air conditioning units and selling loose cigarettes to year 11s. <laughs> Today, Luke Heggie joins us in the shed. How you doing, mate? Yeah, pretty good. Thanks very much for having me. Thank you, mate. Um, so, Heggy, I don't know how familiar you are with what we're doing today, but basically, uh, Jake found a whole bunch of 1990s pornography in a dead man's house, and we've been reading it each week for uh, for the pleasure of ourselves and the multiple uh, people that we hope listen to this show. Uh, Heggy, when was the first time that you kind of discovered pornography? Oh, probably something a bit similar, maybe... I've got older brothers, so maybe I was about eight or something. We found, you know, you'd find stacks of of discarded porn. Like you, you see a suitcase in a river, dried up riverbed or something. You think, is that a? It's going to be a boy or porn in that? I'll take the chances. <laughs> and yet, oh, quite often, it's just stacks of fucking porn. And this is way, very much pre-internet. Like internet was unheard of. So yeah, yeah. And then you know, I don't know. Older kids would go and buy a truck of porn. Uh, your Aussie posts and your peoples and what have you at the service station all got to have a laugh yeah. and a good good look at that but yeah probably eight or nine I don't know yeah yeah I think Luca Muller brought that up when we had him on a couple of weeks ago where it seems to be a uniquely Australian thing to hide porn in the bushes or at the mm. local creek yeah absolutely yeah. I don't know that anyone it's insane because they don't you know you're not you're not getting out the contacts and getting your mum to do it with your school books at the start of the year to make them weatherproof. Like <laughs> obviously, something bad's going to happen. They're not inside books. They're, they're not outside books. <laughs> it's a very healthy way to get horny for the first time as well, having to sneak off into the woods and find it. Yeah, like yeah, The only yeah. time you can get an erection is when you find it in the woods, yeah. whether it be a live or print media. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so... 
So I think I explained this to you ages ago before we started the podcast, um, Heggy, and we're talking about because I, I pitched you the idea uh, originally when we we're having a beer, um, and I was like, "Oh, have you heard of the Picture Magazine?" And you'd read it before, haven't you? Picture, of course. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of these, the ones you found were most were a lot of picture, were they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the so far, it's all budget. Yeah, yeah. So far, it's all been just this the one magazine. We're like 17 episodes, no, I think 18 oh. episodes in, and we're just getting so much mileage out of this thing because we do a page right. or two a week. It's Excellent. just fucking nonsense. Excellent. Like, I, when we started this, we thought this is going to be real smutty, it's going to be real filthy. It's yeah. just silly cunts, right? Oh, it's, it's just it's very interesting. Yeah, some great, great. I mean, you know, you get these books for the articles. That's what, that's what most men say when they're buying them. Um, we had a teacher I appear think... in one once. A teacher oh, what? Secondary school. He appeared in, I don't Hold know, on, I will, or post. I will say I bring this up almost every time I talk to you, but my dad taught you in school and my what heart just it? fucking stopped for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul, he's been sending in some submissions no, no, for no, Tockley of the Week. Yeah. No. This was like, you know how they do fake news articles? Like one time I remember seeing they had a bunch of dwarves uh, well, and amputees and what have you just <laughs> pretending they'd had a train crash and it's like, why was this bloody mess ignored? And they just set up this photo to make it look like there'd been a train crash in Australia and all these people on the ground with you know, amputees, leg missing, but they made it look like it's just happened and stuff like that. It's fucking harsh journalism. <laughs> um, but this one, the teacher was in a double-page spread called Boobs Out Lesbian Sleaze Fest, and it was just like a big party. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's quite innocently just standing over the side with a beer. as he Like, you could tell by his, his stance it was him. You go, yeah, it's him, because he always had a beer after school and that. But, yeah, you'd see him just standing there just watching the bonfire, having a cigarette and a beer. He was in it. Oh my god! Fucking brilliant! What did he teach? I taught biology sciences. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I fucking hope so. Yeah, yeah. do yeah. a bit of research, <laughs> mate. So we've actually got one. Uh, one of the articles today. It seems to be like all tabloid shit. Like mm. you know those the, stu- the fucking the British tabloids, but it's just unbelievable. It makes no fucking sense. We found Mr. Oh, yeah. Methane in one of the earlier articles, oh, but right. like if you try you try to fact check any of this shit. There's almost no results for it on the internet. Oh, of course not. There's nothing. It's all. Yeah. It's, it's quite clever. I mean, the way they've cooked these stories, it's it's better than, you know, fuck which regurgitating actual facts. They've got some imagination, <laughs> these people. It's good. So in this, in this, um, <clears throat> in this uh, week's uh, feature we've got here, it says, Skullful Pom Challenges. And it's, uh, it's titled, Beat My Tough Nut Feet and win $2,000, right? So what we're going to do here is, uh, Heggy, we're just going to go through one by one. I'll start, and we're just going to kind of read it through and, uh, and interrupt if we have any any questions. Because what we found in the last couple of episodes, well, all the episodes so far, there's almost a fucking mistake every sentence. Like, oh, yeah. it's it's so cooked. Should I be reading right. this as well? Is this a... Or not? Yeah, this is the first one, the red article, the red background. All right, hang on. You'll notice it, it oh, has yeah, the one it. with the... It's <laughs> so it starts at the top with a. Uh, it's got a big fat fella here, and you can yeah, tell it's it. England. You can tell yeah. it's England because it's got a British, uh, like a brick house behind it. And big fat fella, he's got his arms out. He's wearing like a, a sweatsuit. And, and could you could you describe what he's doing, Luke? Well, he's standing in a, a t-shirt that obviously he's got printed to um, advertise his own fucking business, which is some window <laughs> thing, I think. And uh, yeah, full tracksuit on. He's got a board on his head. 
I, I reckon he's a I reckon he's a form worker because that's some form ply he's got in his head, just cut rough. <laughs> As a bloke on a plastic like, chair you see at a at a public pool on top of the board, on top of his head, sitting there with two thumbs up in his undies. What? With dirt on his face. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I know I know we seem to say this every single week, yeah. but again, this is bought with the intent of seeing pornography. <laughs> like, could you yeah. imagine being like this poor woman that's applied to be in the magazine and you got knocked back and you open up to fucking page whatever we're on and there's just a cunt bouncing another cunt on his head? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just don't understand the, ju- yeah, the juxtaposition between like previous articles, we've got Sheila's in the nutty, like your sexual fantasies, talking all this stuff and they're like, yeah. Cunt with people, you know, another fat cunt. It's insane that the way they break it up. They've got to mix it up. Yeah, it's good. I like Um, it. So it says here, it says, have you ever woken up one morning, flushed out your your underpants with industrial bleach and said, right, fuck it. Today I will balance that big fat 127 (laughs) kilogram bloke on my head. Well, very brave pommy bloke, John Evans, uh, did just that only yesterday. Yeah, I've always <laughs> these magazines have always had um, caps in excellent places. They're just sort of yeah, like you, the way you read that was just like a normal sentence. But they've they've caps locked on fuck it and will and head in that yeah. like you, they're just picking words out of a sentence to put caps on. It's great. Yeah, originally we thought it was like emphasis on the rude words, or it was emphasis in any. It's it's not. It is just complete fucking wherever they fit oh, in. Yeah, for sure. It's good. Anyway. And it says, and now he wants yous, in capitals, to do it. And, with several A's, and he'll give you $2,000 if you do. Now, I will just say quickly here, once again, they've gone and published something that's happening in the UK. I guarantee this is in the UK because he's talking about, oh, yeah, it was a POM. And they're just giving dollar amounts. They're measuring people in kilograms. Like, the- yeah. Inaccuracies. It also, it's kind of like so that they're saying the bloke John will give you two thousand dollars if you can do it. Why? What? What purpose would John have for having someone else with his yeah. unique skill set? I wouldn't want to fucking know. If I was the guy that can balance blokes on my head, you shut the fuck up. That's my niche. Yeah, I'm not giving you money to do what I do. <laughs> yeah, That's there's insane. something sus here. It's like those people who do a course on how to write a best-selling book or how to beat. How to beat the system at the horses? You go. Why are you fucking telling anyone? This is crazy. <laughs> Something doesn't add up. Same sort of thing, but on a much lower socioeconomic level. <laughs> it says here, uh, John, who comes from uh, Haina in in Derbyshire. I assume that's how you pronounce it. Derbyshire uh, weighs 133 kilograms and is 47 years old. And he has hurled out a challenge to picture readers with very strong necks to match his humongous feet. But that wasn't a misread, by with, the way. With W-I-V. With. <laughs> yeah. But you can use beer barrels or milk crates if you can't find a big fat bugger. Nice. Imagine that. Like, like. Oh, do you want to use the weights over there? Like at the Olympics, the weightlifter? No, could I opt to use a big fat cunt? I have measured him. Yeah. And he's exactly 180 kilos. So yeah. that is the same. 
Mate, I reckon you wouldn't be too hard-pressed to find a man weighing over 133 kilograms in Hainer, Derbyshire. I reckon every fucking second <laughs> step would be, oh, hello, you're 150 kilograms and on the verge of death. Get on my head, mate, please. I reckon that's standard issue over there. <laughs> How do you, as you train for that, I reckon at the pub, he's just getting smacked in the head heaps. That strengthens up your neck. Like pub fights, you get a much stronger neck because it's all neck, that. Like he looks... His head-neck combo is the same width. Like his, <laughs> his neck's as wide as the ears. If you looked at him from above, you wouldn't see his ears poke out. You'd just see that like it's a straight, the neck straight down. Mate, anyway. I'd extend that to torso as well. Head, neck, torso <laughs> all in a line. Yeah. Big fucking tube of a cunt. <laughs> a jergon on legs sort of thing going on. Do you want to take it from here, Peter? Mate, I'd absolutely love to. Um, you'll remember John, will we? Um, <laughs> from back in the pitcher's November 10, 1993 issue, where he revealed how he'd mysteriously harnessed the powers of the mind. <laughs> oh, I don't imagine there's much mind to have power in there, but to hold a mini car on his bonce and then support, and it lists 30 milk crates, a barmaid, a pint of beer, and an umbrella. Didn't need the umbrella, really. <laughs> All right, we're at you know we're at 199 and a half kilograms. Has anyone got something? Yeah, umbrella. Mate, he probably me. put the umbrella on. He's like, open it up. Let's wait for a windy day and let's make this slightly easier. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Oh. Wow, thirty milk crates, a bar made, a pint of beer, and an umbrella. Do you reckon that's on top of the mini? Apparently so. Thirty milk crates what? wouldn't fit. Wouldn't fit or on is it what? On the top of a mini, it couldn't be. Well, hang well, on. They're not that heavy. Like, he's picked a couple of things. The umbrella and the milk crates. Whatever. Like, but none of that. That must be on top of the mini or inside the mini. Milk crates Even on then, top. I don't know. 30, 30 milk crates. That'd have to be yeah. stacked pretty fucking high. And then it's not even a strength thing. It's a balance. A yeah, balance fee. Sure. You zip tie them And together. also, yeah, was the car <laughs> not just impressive enough? Did you have a car on your head? And yeah. be like, let's let's add four more really quite light things into yeah, yeah. the car. This is a time when, like, it's been around for centuries. You do something carny, there's got to be a woman somewhere there as well. Like, you're not going to just lift up a barbell. It's got to be a Sheila sitting yeah. on top, you yeah. know, <laughs> having a drink or something. Like, that's that's where the barmaid comes in, obviously. Different timelines. She would have been, obviously, fully clothed, I reckon. I reckon she would have been wearing the standard uniform we would see today for a barmaid. No, if she was fully been... clothed, it would have mentioned her clothes. There. <laughs> yeah. A barmaid, her shirt, her pants, her shoes. She had a little fucking hair tie in. <laughs> right over here, Peter. Oh, yeah. All right, so he's done all of this, but let's not dwell on the past, readers. What's important is now. It's turned into a fucking political statement. <laughs> and now is when John wants you to try to copy his brain-bursting stunt. <laughs> all right, this is uh, John talking here, so I'll try and do a little bit of what I imagine John to sound like. Um, or challenge anyone to lift more beer barrels or milk crates than I can, and if they do, they get the $2,000 prize, explained John. But it's not just strength that you need because you've got to be gentle and precise, <laughs> yeah? <laughs> As the height to the top of the barrels is 21 feet. He meant to say approximately seven metres, metric loving readers. So again, they're fucking, no, they've gotten it right for once. Mm. They're using the actual sis. Oh, Christ. It just jumps all over the place. Fuck it. I don't even know why they bother doing the quotes. Like, it's clearly so fucking made up. Anyways. <laughs> Um, so it goes, it won't be easy, but 
John's had years of practice as a brick knobber. Hey, you're not too far off. Would you say he was? What's I, it, wait, what's it? I don't even know what a brick knobber is. Brick layer? I don't know why you'd knob bricks. What's happened what is there? It? Anyway. Oh, oh it's explaining... On his it's head. explaining afterwards what a brick knobber is. Oh, yeah. It means he carried heaps of bricks around on his head. And, nah, that's not the job description. <laughs> They've yeah. told him off repeatedly on the work site for doing that, I reckon. <laughs> John, yeah. there's the fucking wheelbarrow. Hold on. <laughs> Quick, go get the bar, mate. <laughs> um, he said, and he eats shitloads every day to keep his new bowl noggin in peak balancing condition. Again, uh, um, John. Oh, yes. No worries. Um <clears throat> I eat well. I like lots of steaks and I wash it down with plenty of my favourite Kimberley Ales beer, he said. Oh. God, I wonder what he's like in his normal life. Do you think he's found love? Surely if you've got someone to speak to at night that loves you, you don't have to bury balance cunts on your head. <laughs> oh, it's, I'm still looking at the picture here that you've sent. It's, it's two, four, six, eight, ten, ten kegs of beer in a bit of a house of cards situation on his head. Like obviously they're empty. You wouldn't be able to get them on the head because yeah. that's that's half a ton of beer if they're full. Uh, but even so, empty kegs. That's more balancing though. So that'd be about probably twenty, thirty kilos worth of kegs empty there. Well, that's you reckon? Yeah, yeah, I do. That little. He looks like he's about. Look at the stance he's got. It's not a real steady footing in that one. He's got the arms out. You can tell there's a bit of a fucking wobble going on here. Oh, he's nearly got one <laughs> foot off the ground there. Is he trying to add some more to it? He's trying to, he's trying to levitate. It's a no ball, John. I'm going to yeah. find. Go on, chuck a pack of playing cards on top of this fucking. <laughs> Let's make it really challenging. They never specified when they had the umbrella because it says a pint of beer and an umbrella. Was it one of the little umbrellas? <laughs> yeah, like you'd get in a fucking yeah. margarita yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Heggie, do you want to take it from uh, after that little quote, after oh, the yeah, Kimberley sure. Ales beer? Oh, he also said something about it being important to warm up or else your spine will probably snap like a twig and you'll be dead. But don't worry about that. Not surprisingly, John's a world record holder with his name in the Guinness Book of Records and every fink. They've actually printed that. They don't want to talk down to their readers here, so they've just printed it the way they'd say it. Um, Oh, and there's more. And bestest of all, every cent he raises, not on his head but in brackets, goes to local charities. He's given more than $25,000 to Hero underprivileged kiddies so what ya what are ya waiting for rummage around the shed and find 120 127 kilogram of milk crates or beer barrels whack them on your on your head and the two thousand dollars is yours fucking brilliant. unbelievable twenty five thousand dollars to underprivileged kids kiddies do you reckon his kids that fucking <laughs> Sit sit at home all day and never get to go to the park and play catch with their dad because he's too busy balancing fucking dogs on his head. <laughs> Do you reckon they're like, how about you sling a 50 hour way, champ? Because yeah. I'm starving. Oh, they, these types, they, they don't know their fucking kids, mate. He hasn't. <laughs> like, he's got plenty, I reckon, but he doesn't know. Fucking hell. For all that he can support on his head, he doesn't do much in the way of supporting his yeah, wife yeah, and yeah. kids <laughs> financially, I would say. Oh, wow. 127 kilograms of milk crates or beer barrels and you can get $2,000. That seems like a worthy trade-off. But how do you even go about applying for it? Like, if I'm sitting here, I'm going, radio, I reckon I can fucking do that. 
where, like, he's issuing the challenge, but where do we contact John from here? There's no further information, but you can win $2,000 and there's no write-in, there's no apply, there's no number, there's no contact. Obviously, there's no fucking website. Yeah. What, <laughs> what's the point? What is the point of any of this shit? Like, if you were to go, okay, I've got, got the conviction and the skill and I have 127 kilograms of shit downstairs and put it on my fucking head, yep. there's, no, there's no further... That's it. It's well, a dead maybe end. when over in the column, if you're ordering um, a woman or whatever that is, whatever that other separate <laughs> ad is down the side there, on the order oh, yeah. coupon, you can chuck on the bottom, by the way, I just put 127 <laughs> kilograms worth of shit on my head. <laughs> Here's a picture. Give me my two grand. <laughs> Minus twenty nine ninety five for the <laughs> flaming rottweilers. Um, yeah, I just saw that the flaming rottweilers. What is that? Can we Google that? That'll be some kind of fucking company. Is that the selling of the women? Yes, I don't know that they're selling women. They're selling how to meet hundreds of gorgeous young women is being sold. A course, I assume, in just twelve weeks or less, guaranteed your money back. So, let's take the flaming. thirty off my two grand. Thanks. <laughs> Flame, there's not even as a, once again. There's not even a fucking, not even a Google result for flaming rotwheelers. Man, flaming rotwheelers wouldn't exist anymore. Rotwheelers oh. is also misspelled, but you'd think there'd be some semblance of it on on the fucking internet. Yeah. <laughs> Nonsense, absolute horseshit. Oh, um, I feel ripped well, off. We, we got through that one pretty quickly. What, what time we at? Oh, we got time to breeze through one more, if that's all right, Heggy. I've sent yeah. you another one here. Now, Now this one's from, if you scroll down, this one's uh, uh, from the uh, furry affairs section of the uh, of the magazine. So Is I didn't that a realize, regular like, feature? What, Have you seen well, furry affairs before? Yeah, so this this little bloke in the in the uh, in the little uh, journalist hat there, Darren Hamster, he's Darren. the hamster that writes all of these. Darren. Yeah. Um, all these articles Which I thought when you said you had a teacher that was in the magazine I was like, fuck, I, if it's Darren, I swear to God I'm going to be starstruck <laughs> we, Mate, speaking of Googling We Googled, because it was one of, the, uh, one of the magazines offered a prize For completely unrelated I was like, oh, if you write in, we'll send you $50 and a Darren Hamster t-shirt I yep. Googled Darren Hamster I wouldn't get a fucking Darren Hamster t-shirt <laughs> on massive <laughs> Mate we're the only result on the internet for Darren Hamster at the moment. <laughs> Everything from this magazine has just fucking died off. There's no trace of it. It's insane. Yeah. I reckon Darren Hamster and John Evans and the fucking Flaming Rottweilers could all be the same person. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you insinuating that some of this magazine is less than truthful, like it was always cooked up by some fucking dickhead on minimum wage in an office in Sydney somewhere? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I've never seen them on Media Watch. So maybe not. Maybe fine. <laughs> G'day, welcome to the project. This is Wiley, this is Darren Hamster. Let's get into the affairs <laughs> of the day. We've got the Murdoch Royal Commission. Forget that, buddy. Let's get into how much was this cunt actually weighing on his head? Were those kegs full? Oh, God. Um, so this one, uh, yeah, the furry affairs seems, seems to be all about animals. We've had a man, a French bloke who's in love with a, uh, a swan, you know, your mates. And we had another one who was yeah. a woman who fell in love with a shark. But this one here... Oh, so Furry um, Affairs goes for a, for a number of pages, or is this separate magazines you got at this out of Furry well, Affairs? We've only, we've only looked at... We've got separate magazines, but we've only ever been in this magazine. So this oh. would be, I think, the third or fourth article in this alone. Once again, a magazine that you buy to fucking have a wank, writing articles yep. about fucking um, animals and shit. So yep. this one I, I got because I thought you'd like it. Uh, it says, Man bites dog and dog bites cods. Yes. I love it already. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, dog body man on the deck. I'm like, Heggy's going to be all over this. It says oh. here. Ki- <laughs> yeah, Heggy, uh, as we all know, famously loves dogs biting him on the cock. <laughs> yeah. Every time I run into Heggy in Adelaide, I'm like, how's your festival? And he's like, oh, man, been at Yaps. <laughs> 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 Seen any good shows? <laughs> Fucking oath. <laughs> the height of comedy. Uh, it says here, a Kiwi crim who cruelly bit a hero police dog with his bare teeth, bawled in agony when the wounded woofer whipped around and chomped him on the cods. Uh, Aaron Manawatu, 21, of Timaru, uh, was trying to escape a lawful questioning by curious and armed police when tackled by Tyke, uh, a seven-year-old German shepherd and full-time top cop dog. It says here that... That Manawatu made a bolt from a lounge room when Tyke fastened his fangs around the fugitive's fingers. Fucking hello. Oh, How's yeah, that alliteration? Alliteration on points coming up again. <clears throat> a polite pooch way of saying, no, stay a while. Let's talk about this. <laughs> Occasionally they say something that actually I find quite funny. <laughs> Getting bitten on the hand by a dog is a dog's way of saying, excuse me, <laughs> sir. Yeah, just I know you're trying to flee a scene of a crime, but yeah. I would just like to discuss what's happened here. <laughs> yeah. Now, I would also... I would like to predict, I, we haven't read any of these articles, Heggy, that's a hand on heart, Yeah. but I would like to predict at this point that there's going to be more racial remarks happening. I would think We've so. Got- back, back then, it was far more cool to just fucking bash Kiwis. Like, it was <laughs> fine. Not literally, but I mean, do some Kiwi bashing in your, in your words. Now, it's a bit out of fashion, but fuck. Yeah. I remember this era. It was all the time. It was such an insult. You'd say, I'm going yeah. to New Zealand, and someone would go, oh, yeah, going home, are you? Like, with a truck, chuckle. Like that was yeah. that was an insult. And you chuck kiwi into anything, it's yeah, it's there. They're still doing sheep rooting jokes. I'm picking one of them coming up, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. It's always so funny. Like that. Yeah. That outdated thing of making fun of New Zealand. It's always someone from like Bundaberg that's like, yeah. oh, you're going to Christchurch? What a shithole. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh mate, it's fucking gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. filmed Lord of the Rings there for a reason. Yeah. Lord they knows. Were- Lord knows why the cunts are coming. It's like their economy. If their economy was any better, they'd stay there. Like we live in the shit part. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, fucking barren desert and shit. Gandalf wasn't sucking back polar bear tins. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> he was. He was over there enjoying the fruits of the of the of the, of the country. Um, but it's- yeah, do you want to read on from here, uh, Higgs? Oh yeah. Uh, so. Sure. Um, so it's after, but means to mutts. Oh, but mean to mutts Manawatu was not polite. And here we got some quotes. So this is where the real journalism starts. He, in brackets, <laughs> dropped on top of the dog, grabbed it around the neck and bit a piece from its ear. Police prosecutor oh. Sergeant Andy Pine told an upset Timaru district court the place where Manawatu's bad manners landed him. So I think... I think they're sort of they're understating there. That's an old journo trick. So you know, it is bad manners to bite a chunk out of a dog's ear because <laughs> clearly it happens very seldom. Um, sounds to me like he was defending himself though. I got a dog on me. I'll do fucking anything. Get it off. Yeah, but it's I'd... a it's a police dog though. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, I guess I guess what are you going to do? Did it yeah. say what? Um, I don't know if I've just churned out at some point, but did it say what he was doing? At any point, why the police were after him and why the police dog? No, they, they've yet. left that detail. No, although we'll find in out. the picture they had this is an early Photoshop job. They have taken a chunk out of the dog's ear. See his left ear. Bullshit! Oh wow! Do you reckon that is a Photoshop? Yeah, that's pretty amateurish. Looks like I did it. Like that's not. 
I don't know. Maybe. Well, it does look like you did it, but I don't know if it's Photoshop. <laughs> <I think. laughs> There's a bite taken out of the dog's ear in the photo. Um, but it's in a pretty does... neat shape. Pretty neat sort of yeah. U-shaped bite out of the... It's pretty. It's a little too perfect. It's got yeah, the but little, mate, yeah. you, you, I'm looking at the Zoom now, mate. You've got a beautiful smile. I don't think it's beyond the pale that a, a human's done this. <laughs> but I think, I think if you bite some, like you bite me, I'm pulling back. It's not that neat. An unconscious dog, you could bite that neat, but uh, one that's thrashing around, you would get some rip. Like it wouldn't be. That's too. That's too neat. It's a perfect sort of semicircle out of the top of the dog's ear. No. Fuck. And on the top of the ear, not on the side, like right on top. Unlikely. I'm not buying it. Fucking this down to forensics. <laughs> well, no, nah, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking law and order heggy over here. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, well, okay, you've, you've convinced me. I believe it's a Photoshop job. It does look like a little triangular quesadilla that you've just taken the fucking top off there. It does. So- we should get this dog exhumed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> see what's happened. Um, do you want to continue on for the next quote here? Me? Higgy? Yep. Yeah, for sure. Whereupon the dog engaged, hang on, its hold to the defendant's groin area. Um, <laughs> Sergeant Andy added, his eyes possibly growing a little moist. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird way to say that. Imagine tearing up. My dog has bitten someone on the dick and just fucking, oh. I'm so proud. I'm so, I'm so fucking happy. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know police brutality's gone out of fashion now, but this one is essentially a man tearing up at the idea of a dog biting a criminal's dick. I reckon maybe he's, he's speculating as to the criminal crying there. His eyes possibly growing a little moist. That's some that's some journalistic fucking license you're taking. But you're like possibly his eyes grew moist when the dog bit him on the nuts. You know, obviously. But you know, unless you're stating facts, shut the fuck up. You don't know moist. <laughs> but you guys think it's Sergeant Andy getting moist over yeah. this dog biting the nuts. Yeah, right, eh? Well, it continues on here. It says, If the furry four-legged law enforcer had torn Manawatu's nuts off and eaten them with some lightly sautéed straw mushrooms on a bed of rice, what, what the... It, it, could, it would possibly have been okay with all of New Zealand, which is where this painful incident happened. I will there say New is. Zealand... Uh, spelled N double O there. New Zealand. I mean, they're just, again, they're not talking down to the readers, are they? Like, if I didn't <laughs> already know from the three or four times I said it's in New Zealand, I would know then after that <laughs> that this was in fact in New Zealand. Oh, here we go. This is about to address, here we go. It's about to address our concerns. It says, because Tyke used to have butte pointy ears, now one of them is blunt. Three centimetres of soft, velvety lug being lost to mangy Manawatu's munching molars. Oh, Fuck it. Here we go. Oh, hello. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> There's all these, like, would-be authors that, that this is what they jerk off to, the alliteration. <laughs> yeah, oh. like, oh, my God, the writing is so Oh, just wait till you get to Peter Piper picked a pickled pepper. Holy <laughs> fucking God, oh, fuck. <laughs> Alliterations are a staple in this, so you must have found that so far or not. Oh. It's just, they, yeah. they love it. Great. Absolute. Buzzies, big bouncing buzzies, whopping, wobbling, you know, fucking, it's great. <laughs> it says here, sensing the ugly mood of the court, a wise Manawatu pleaded guilty as hell to, number one, <laughs> brutally ill-treating Tyke, 
And two, unla- uh, now I have a feeling that this might be the original reason. Unlawful possession of a Crossman 38T22 gas pistol and a replica 44 Magnum, as might have been used by Dirty Harry if it had been uh, real and fired bullets. So I love that. Look, I'm very sorry. I'd like to plead guilty on it too. No, guilty as hell. Guilty as hell. I'd like to plead to biting that dog. Also, the gas pistol and the Magnum. <laughs> that you stopped early. Oh Not shit! Just that. Oh shit! There's more. Obstructing a policeman, assault, and just for luck, drunk driving. Fuck me! Sorry, I didn't realize there was more. Mate, he's had a big afternoon. Do you want to continue from there? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Manawatu got 11 months in jail. Fuck! That's not a lot, really. For not that, really. no. Yeah, and that's not even taken into the account that he's partially eaten the top of a dog's head. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, obstruct assault, drunk driving, even the guns alone. Fucking hell, he's got oh, enough yeah. easy there. Different time. Oh, yeah. Wait, this is pre Port Arthur though. Oh uh, yeah. What you use this magazine? Ninety four. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so gone. Yeah, I feel like yeah. John Howard would have heard about this and gone. All right, last warning. <laughs> I swear to God, if there's one more little tussle. Um, yeah, all right. So he's in jail. So yeah, so he's gotten 11 months in jail. Tyke got a big feed of Tockley, yeah. as we've established. Um, everyone wants to pat him. Tyke's human handler pal, Constable Laurie McNeil, told the pitcher, even though Tyke's ear is a bit mangled and pus-filled. <laughs> oh, oh, just finish having my wank. <laughs> oh, oh, mangled, pus-filled dog ear. Very good, all right? That's me. <laughs> Fucking hell. Fuck, the thing I'm tugging at right now looks like a mangled and pus-filled <laughs> dog ear. Um, I, will, I will just say, that's one accurate thing. I guarantee, I mean, whether that Constable Laurie exists, but Laurie, that's a 1994 name. You don't meet many Laurie's these days. No. Laurie's dead. He's as dead as Tyke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like the next quote, though, that Laurie said. A couple of kids actually gave me their pocket money so I could buy Tyke a treat, he said. Imagine taking that. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like if that happened, which I have my doubts, but a kid going, oh, can you have my... Kids don't give a fuck. They're not giving you pocket money for anything except themselves. (laughs) And, And he accepted that. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no, nah, I'm not buying that. Oh, that's and what he and what he buy with that pocket money there, he treats for Tyke. Oh, so I got him some meat and let the kids feed him later. That's to be nice. honest, though, right? Is that a little joke? If no, I think if 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 Tyke wants a treat, I think at this point, dog treats aren't going to satisfy Tyke's little tum. I think he's got a taste for scrotum. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, give the kids scrot. You reckon? <laughs> <laughs> no, not the kids. Well, that's right. why I wonder whether that was. So I got him some meat and let the kids feed him later. A little pullback and reveal. A little jokey. I think that's what they were trying to do. I don't know. I'm fucking. You never not know sure with this. You cannot tell. There's a good little uh, play on words next, though. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Laurie, Laurie. wonders. Yeah. <laughs> Laurie wonders if Tyke should take early retirement. Fuck. Yes. Real crowbar in that one. Oh, yeah. When it's a pu- when it's a pun that doesn't even it doesn't sound right, doesn't work if you say it out loud. Yeah, like oh, it, yeah. if you read it, okay, but early. Oh, so you're, oh you're early. <laughs> um, it says down here, uh, Darren thinks. I oh, do you want to read this, Peter? This seems from the uh, the from the editor himself. Darren thinks. Here we go. Oh yeah, so this is the hamster. Hamster's fucking chiming in with what he's got to say. Darren thinks. So. 
Uh, it is wrong, wrong, wrong for a person to try and eat an animal while it's still alive and still walking around. However, it's perfectly okay to bite into a cow, sheep or fish when it's steaming, lifeless on a plate next to some chips and veggies. What? Thanks, Darren, for that yeah. fucking useless <laughs> contribution. <laughs> well, it's just, again, pandering to the audience. There would not be one vegetarian slash reading this <laughs> in the 90s. Like, that's... That's how they looked at. I remember none of us knew a vegetarian. It was that's how you used to speak about them. And, and but now that sentence would be like a sarcastic one from a from a vegan journalist now, saying, "Oh, it's perfectly okay to eat a cow when it's lifeless on a plate next to some chips and veggies, isn't it? You cruel losers!" Now, like back then, it was completely sincere. Go, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Obviously yeah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. Um too outrageous to see this on a on a 22 year old woman's Instagram story at the Melbourne Cup oh, to have said yeah. exactly the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, I'm just going to start writing every Melbourne Cup day. Oh, thanks, Darren Hamster, yeah. <laughs> for chiming in. The only thing oh. missing is the like and subscribe after your your heartfelt <laughs> statement. A couple and of fucking hashtags stands true today. <laughs> As does the um, the word bubbles on the photo. Oh, like that how bloke, good Laurie, is this? I see Laurie in the photo. He's not thinking anything. They're taking some real liberty here. Look at the blank look on his stupid face. Nothing. He's just, <laughs> he's just looking at the spot he's told to where they're going to Photoshop a bit of ear off later. And they're putting the word bubble. How was it? And uh, Tyke has responded with a bit hairy. Ah, uh, yeah. So, oh. There you go. Not a lot of manscaping happening for your uh, dinner yeah. in 1994, was there? No. Fucking hell. Well, there, there we go. So I, don't, I hope that didn't disappoint there, Heggy. Absolute horseshit. Not a word true of any of that. I've almost forgotten about the cunt balance and stuff on his head. Yeah, what but, was your horniest moment? Where yeah. would you have gotten off had you have found this? Was it was it the kegs on the head or was it the what scrotum really eating? What got your motor running, I, Luke? I don't know. Hard to pick between those two. But as for a page goes, we didn't really cover the hundreds of, how to meet hundreds of you gorgeous young women in 12 weeks or less surely that's hornier than those two stories or your money back forget the introduction agencies etc nightclub <laughs> scenes and those female attractant sprays forget all that legitimate stuff and get over here <laughs> to send in an order to rottweiler flaming rottweilers so that's oh, probably I- the horniest thing i've seen Absolutely. We normally don't read out the ads, but this, because they're generally quite bland, we started doing it and we're like, oh, this one, I oh, like here, it says, uh, so it's obviously an ad about how to meet uh, hundreds of gorgeous young women. And uh, under the, it's got a dot point here underneath, curious, uh, mm. starting with a question mark and ending with a question mark. It says, curious, you can use this method in every Australian state or territory, just for everyone in Darwin who's run off. Because Darwin <laughs> used to be the old, that's, that's where you go. You've done something wrong, up to Darwin. Oh, for sure. <laughs> They might as well just rewrite that and say, you can use this in Darwin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Darwin are the convict convicts. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that had to flee the fucking... Yeah. It says, doesn't matter how old you are, how good looking you are, how shy you may be, or how wealthy you are. But one thing is certain, by using this uh, method, these women will want to meet you. They'll give you their address and phone number guaranteed. Yeah. Hundreds of gorgeous young women, fame, thousands of dollars... You'll never find out unless you use this method. What the... F- doesn't what? say... I guess you have to order the thing and they'll tell you the method. But it's well, all yeah. very vague. 
It is. Oh, yeah, so what is this? Yeah, so pre that, it says this is the real method that can guarantee a result, whether it be that stunning blonde redhead or brunette. So they've covered everything. This method will <laughs> allow you to meet some of the most beautiful women Australia has to offer. So some of these women may even make you famous and some can potentially earn you thousands of dollars. Mm. Sounds like they're setting you up as a pimp. I, <laughs> I, I will. I will just take uh, uh, take umbrage with one thing. This method will allow you to meet some of the most beautiful women Australia has to offer. Not from originally, I don't reckon. Yeah, I reckon they'll be in Australia when you meet them. But I don't reckon. I don't reckon they're coming from out back of Wagga Wagga. I reckon it might be a little bit further north, not too far. <laughs> just a little bit further around the equator. Um, <clears throat> Here, yeah, one of those lovely Australian ladies that come in that um, wooden crate that we put on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the locals. Yeah. <laughs> well, you say you, you, there's no way you could find flaming rock wheelers. If anyone of your listeners are in Tasmania, in the Glenorchy region, they could visit this business address in Tasmania. Uh, Actually, yeah. Yeah, can we, go- can we Google Maps that? To McKay Avenue, M-C-K-A-Y Avenue, Glen Orchie, wow. Tasmania 7010. Where's Glen Orchie? Well, from the postcode, it's a, it's a city address. must be near Hobart. Near Hobart. <clears throat> what is it? McKay? Where did you see this? M-C-K-A-Y. M-C-K-A-Y Avenue. Fucking how's the detective work on Eggie here? Avenue. We're just reading the magazine, I guess. They do. The small print. I've had to magnify this. Glen Orchie. You've had to magnify it. I've magnified the small print. It says, um, this method requires a user to establish a business. There are only minimal associated costs and organisational work involved. So it sounds a bit fucking Amway towards the end here. But it's a manual you get. And if you return the manual on a saleable condition, full refund is offered after 30 days of using this method. So... If during the course of the 12-week duration you fail to meet hundreds of women... So you have to fail to meet hundreds of women. Yeah. So they go, did you meet 101 women? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, 200, Dave. So, oh, yeah, it'd have to be. Uh, yeah, I've Google Maps it here. It's resoundingly close to, to Mona, the art gallery, but it's in like an industrial district. I'll try to hold this up to the camera there for you, but look at that fucking place, Jake. Imagine oh. how many um, women would have fucking... Oh. Being held captive in that warehouse, Jesus! Well, I think that's fuck. Is that where the where the women are? I'd, who gives a? I'd, yeah, what? It's where the manuals are. <laughs> yeah, that's where the I manuals mean. are. Yeah, you, that's where the manuals you are, Your Honour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the women are a different location. You'll find offshore in industrial estates. Now, there's not much industry going on. It's all sex shops and fucking muscle powder and dildos and the odd, <laughs> the odd, um, you know, the the odd school. School uniform or trophy shop or something. That's all you see in industrial estates. There's breweries, they're there now. So yeah, I, it'd be right at home if you had hundreds of women in there. No one, no one would notice. Whatever. What is that? I'm glad I'm. There is a distinct increase in sex shops the further you go from the CBD. Further out, they fucking love it. Yeah. I don't. Is it? I, I, yeah. Every time you go into, a, I love it. Go into a rough neighbourhood, fruit shop, Vietnamese takeaway. Stick a dildo up your ass. Just yeah. big fucking, yeah. In that order. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to start in the reverse. Rough, you fucking... rough types out there. <laughs> oh. Lovely stuff. All right, Heggy. Well, thank you very much, mate, for being part of this, for, for, for reading some um, uh, softcore Australian pornography. Now, mate, oh, no, you're in Sydney. You're, yeah, in Sydney. You're free now. 
You're free. You're out. You gigging? Chris Bird. I'm gonna be. Yeah, I'm gigging. I'll be. I'll be up in January, in uh, Brisbane, doing some gigs and hanging out. And uh, oh, absolutely. And every month from then on, probably quite regularly next year. I've got Think, quite a bit th- on, so that's good. Fucking oath. And you're uh, what they can look out for you around the next time you're doing the festivals, all the festivals that shit. I'll Not be sale at yet, the is festivals. It? Don't worry about it. Yeah, I don't know. See how I go. But yeah, I'll be there. I'll yeah. booked in. Absolutely, and um, and you also uh, got your own podcast with uh, Nick Cody, Midflight Brawl. I will say, I, I don't have time in my life for fucking podcasts. I, this one alone, this is almost too much. But I listen to the phone hacks, and then you have bumped them off. Midflight Brawl is the only one I listen to now. It's Midflight oh, cool. Brawl. Phone hacks is out. Fuck them. No, Fuck them. To you guys, yeah. but I do listen to it in the shower. That's just right. so you know, Pretty I listen. Place. The main time I hear your voice is <laughs> naked, completing <laughs> completing my ablution. <laughs> You get a just toilet an shower combo, like a like an old person or jail. Is that your? Yeah, yeah great. Yeah, toilet shower. Yeah, yeah. I sit down in there. I got one of those little the waterproof seats. Really <laughs> listen through with the hole in it, like the yeah. the, to- the actual toilet deck chair thing. Yeah, whole right. thing. I always Excellent. wonder about those toilets in the shower. Yeah. What's the? I mean, this is completely off topic at this point, but what's the cleaning? How does that work afterwards? Do you just do a handstand or what happens? <laughs> no, you don't shit in the shower. Well, if you do, then it's that's fine. Could if you want. <laughs> you could yeah. If you, yeah, if you got the squirts real bad. Um, <laughs> which of late, for me, seems <laughs> yeah. very, I've, had a, I've had a week of an upset time right now. I wouldn't, I'm, not, I'm not far off just shitting in the shower these days. Fucking grim. <laughs> um, no, but you go in there so you can kind of wash yourself over. You get everywhere. You can... It's like a sponge bath situation. Yeah, I, I guess it still seems gross to me. Yeah, it is gross. It's fucking weird. Uh, what are you going in, Peter? Uh, I'm doing solid shits at the moment. Oh, do you mean outside of my... <laughs> do you mean differently? <laughs> oh, you mean comedically. Yeah, comedically. Um, yeah. Oh, it'll be fucking already happened by the time this comes out. But tomorrow night, Saturday, we're recording this on Friday. We've got Brisbane Comedy Fest. If you were there, thanks for coming. If you didn't come, go fuck yourself. I don't yeah. want you to come to the next one. Um, but yeah, follow me on Instagram, Diabetes and Cans. If you're in Cans, go to Laughing Heart Comedy, brilliant little comedy club up there. Good Absolutely. boys and girls up there. And uh, Jakey here in Brisbane, a little popping off for you. Yes, uh, got lots of gigs coming up uh, at the club. For any of our listeners who might be out Wynnum way, out in the Bayside, we're uh, curating the comedy offerings at the Wynnum Fringe this year. So we're doing three days straight, about nine or ten shows over those three days, including one with yourself. Shut oh yeah, Pete, the twentieth. Yeah, come on the twentieth. I'll be there. Shut and Pete save the world. It'll be great fun. So anyone out that side of town um you know for once there's a positive uh, note to your geographical situation um <laughs> <laughs> ever since yeah, wally yeah. left winner manly there's been nothing in that joint <laughs> Fucking, oh absolutely can't stand the bayside but for three days i will endure it so come along on that note yeah and just before we get out of here your shits are all good at the moment heggy Ah, uh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah on and off like it's it's difficult to predict day-to-day basis i'll just take things as they come I'm yeah, getting oh, on mate. a bit, mate, so you just never know. Yeah, is, is that it? Because I've just turned 30. That's what I said to my mate Kale. I was like, is this, is this what it is? Like, I think it's just getting older. You, you no. don't really know whether it's frothy gravy one day or not, you know, was, in, in your words. I was, being, I was being facetious. Of course, you know, it's your diet, your dipshit. I just... <laughs> Oh god! I really got lulled in it. I was like, I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I don't have to go see the doctor on Saturday. You oh, know what? No. Maybe we bit of, bit of helpful advice from Luke. Surely this isn't going to be followed up with a bit of fucking bullying. <laughs> <laughs> All 
right, well, oh. I'm going to go double down on the gastro stop and pray for the best. <laughs> All, All right. right. Heggy, pleasure as always, mate. Thank you very much. We'll see you Thanks, next week. Thanks, mate. See you, losers. Thanks, buddy. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.